0: Ted News' conference continues with former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, Republican now running for 2nd District Congress in Rhode Island. Mayor, this is your second visit within the past few months, but now we're down to how many? Did you just say 36 days as you, as you and I came 38 take? days, 38 but who's days. counting, right Gene? Yeah, yeah, you're right, 38 <laughs> days we're going to make a decision. Now the commercials are, are flying. Uh, yours are out there his are out there the mud is slinging and primarily he's going after you he says you're going to be a MAGA Republican you've seen the commercials not breaking you you want breaking news do you want to push back on that I assume you do uh,
1: let me stop you right there because even Nancy Pelosi's number two Steny Hoyer said yesterday yeah. at a political roundtable that I'm not extreme you have Wendy Scheller from Brown University who's here on Channel 10 quite often, mm-hmm. you know, recognizing that um no Donald Trump, you know, my policy positions aren't the extremes. And you even have Congressman Langevin and many other members of this federal delegation calling me a nice guy, Gene. Yeah. Yes, I am extremely nice. You know, and I'm proud to be part of hopefully taking this seat back on November 8th, making sure that, you know, we have a balanced voice down in Washington, D.C., that we do the right thing, bringing back common sense leadership, just like what I've done in Cranston. That's what I've been about. That's what I will be about down in Washington, D.C. for the voters of Cranston. I'm proud to get a lot of support and right. bring back that brand that's been missing, that New England Republicans. And even last night, I was up in Boston, Charlie Baker, you know, headlining an event for me. So. That's the type of leadership I right. want to be.
0: Well, I don't expect Seth Magazine to pull his, uh, his ads down just because Steny Hoyer, who, by the way, is running a congressional campaign uh, committee. He wants to get more Democrats. But he handed you a gift. He said that you're formidable, Uh, He thinks magazine is going to win, but you're not to be taken for granted, and you're not extreme. So what? He didn't get the memo. The Democrats weren't talking to each other.
1: Well, and that's the thing. You know the old adage: when you're behind, you'll do anything to try to win. You see that in sports, and you're seeing that on the television ads, and that's what Seth Magazine is doing right now. How do I blatantly lying about some of my positions, trying to you know uh, distort? distort, you know, mm-hmm. where I stand on social security. Gene, I've got a mother that relies on social security. She's retired now. I know Seth Magazine's moms not relying on that paycheck like my mom or millions of other families that are mm-hmm. out there. You know, they are outright lying about my position on abortion on and on because they want to distract from the real issues that are hitting Rhode Islanders and every person across the country, our economy and these high energy prices, you know, and everything else that I want to talk about because that's what's on the minds of the voters. How do I know he's behind? Do you have new numbers you want to share with me? (laughs) How do I know that? Gene, I can tell you, when you're coming out of the gate, just firing on Alan Fung, you know they're losing because I can tell you right now, I am out there every single day talking to voters about what's on their minds. I know what my numbers say and we will win on November 8th. I am out there talking about my plan Mm -hmm. to reduce this high inflationary cost. When we're talking about record 40 year highs at sitting at eight to 9% inflation, what that means to people on social security, that to people that are on fixed incomes, they are not um, you know, keeping yeah. up with this high inflation. They're paying for it at the gas pumps, grocery prices, high prescription drug costs. And my plan is to lower uh, these costs, make sure we watch our spending, make sure we become energy independent, make sure we get people back to work.
0: We'll be able to go, we'll go through a list of things. you gonna be with us next two segments. Uh, but, but here's what Magaziner is saying, that you're talking a very good game with reporters, but when you get there, you will vote for the next Republican uh, majority leader, who will be Kevin McCarthy, who, who you had in a couple of weeks ago. And he will pressure you to go along with the agenda, which could include a uh, national
1: ban on abortion, because we've seen that raised in the Senate. So go ahead. Oh. Like I said before, blatant lie. Gene, I've been on your show. I've been on other television show expressing my opposition to any national ban on abortion. Mm-hmm. I've been unequivocal and I'm telling all of your listeners uh, today, I stand by that statement and I will continue to vote that way down in Washington, DC. And when you're talking about, you know, where I stand on this issue, I've been clear. I'm not the extreme like Seth Magaziner who would support unrestricted late-term abortions up until the last day. You know, rather, I'm with the majority of Rhode Islanders that want to preserve access for women to make that deep personal decision within time frames like the European model and reserve, you know, late-term abortions for life of the mother, okay. um, as well as, you know, rape or incest. You're pro-choice with conditions. Probably that, the best that, way to uh, model me. Okay. All right. Well, you've just made that clear. Now,
0: let me play uh, Seth Magaziner. Uh, he's been on a couple of different shows with me. Play, cut number two to my director. Cut number two uh, on the abortion issue with Seth, Seth Magazine, or play it. He was on the record opposing the Reproductive Privacy Act that we passed in Rhode Island three years ago to protect abortion rights. The record is that every time he has been asked if he would codify Roe v. Wade into federal law, he has declined to say that he would. The record is that he said he would vote for Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of the House. Kevin McCarthy said that as Speaker, he will put forward a bill to do a national abortion ban. And the record is that Allen is a member of an organization that went all the way to the Supreme Court uh, to try to overturn uh, abortion rights in Rhode Island and nationally. Work your way back. What is he referring to there at the end? You're a member of an organization.
1: Yeah, again, a blatant outreach and lie, because what he's referring to is, I'm a I'm a Catholic. Yeah. I think many people have known that. I belong to a local fraternal organization called the St. Thomas More Society, where a group of lawyers that put on, the biggest thing is the red mask. Yes, uh,
0: the, I, I know the judge who founded that. Right, Yeah.
1: we have no connection to that national St. Thomas More Society that he's talking about. So, you know, he doesn't do his homework, and that's the problem with Seth Magaziner. He'll say one thing, whatever, he can because he's behind he knows it he wants to grasp at any straws to try to paint me as some extremist when even nancy pelosi's number two said yesterday i'm not an extremist especially on this issue you know i stand where i stand i won't support a national ban on abortion or even criminalize it he's the extreme and he wants to distract by talking about whether it's abortion or you know social security which mis You know, states where I stand on any of these positions because he doesn't have a plan to fix our economy. He doesn't have an energy plan that's going to help, you know, make us energy independent and reduce some of these uh, high prices that we're going to be coming into, especially coming into the winter. Gene. We're talking about, we just saw that rate increase on electricity by Rhode Island Energy, the PUC approved, That's gonna bump on 50%. Mm-hmm. We are, you know, taking a look at gas prices, increased by another 15%. I just topped off my tank, it wasn't empty. Yeah. Uh, I have home heating oil, just like many other Rhode Islanders and many other New Englanders, $800. And that's, it's probably gonna right. be more. And this is the challenge that we're all facing. That's why I'm talking about these issues at the doors, and it's resonating. Well, he wants to distract from everything else, use blatant lies because he knows he's behind, and, you know, distract yeah. from the real issues. All
0: right, he mentioned about four different points in that particular clip. Sure. Uh, you, you refuted two of them. The Moore Society, also uh, Kevin McCarthy, if he does push that, you won't. You'll tell him outright no. Correct. And the other two were uh, codifying
1: because uh the late term abortions uh issue you know like i said before i thought the state law went too far because it also not just codified roe versus wade it made that um took away the quick you know quick child statute you know i am not supportive of late-term abortions unless it's for the life of the mother rape or incest i've been clear and consistent on all that
0: we talked about abortion you've indicated you're not going down there to cut social security because your mother's on social security is that correct
1: (laughs) My mother is retired and is dependent on her social security checks every month, just like many millions of other families across the country. And, you know, I know Seth Magaziner's mom probably and family isn't, you know, relying on that check like, you know, my mom is. I want to go down there and strengthen it not take any cuts, you know, unlike the lies that he's, you know, pushing out there uh, with his ads.
0: Here's the trouble sometimes, though. You're you're telling me this and you say you're a moderate Republican, but a headline will hit Lindsey Graham uh, wants a national uh, ban on abortion. And there have been other Republicans who talk about reforming Social Security. They hurt your efforts.
1: (laughs) Gene, all I can do is be a voice for the people of the state of Rhode Island. And I'm letting people know what i believe in how i would vote and that's what i'll take down to washington dc because right now we need a balance we can't live on the extremes my record as mayor has been working together across the aisle i had democratic councils i've had republican councils ultimately we achieved a lot of the success turning that city from the brink of financial uh you know yeah. distress to one of the best cities to live because we work together doing the right things
0: yeah, well, listen, you have, you have people in your party who can hurt you if you want to be a moderate. And Democrats have the same thing to the far left who are hurting them. Uh, but when you hear some of these Republicans, some of them are big names talking about, well, maybe we ought to privatize Social Security, maybe we ought to do this or do that. Or you hear Lindsey Graham yeah. say that just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, do you feel that you have, the, do you have the, uh, the moxie to pick up the phone and call your Republican leaders and say, would you stop this?
1: Yeah, yes, because take a look at just that bill. Here's who I'd like to associate myself, common sense pragmatists, people working across the aisle. I'd like to go down there and be part of that problem solvers caucus. You know, while you know Senator Graham might be putting forward, you know, that bill, one that I could be supportive of is a fellow New Englanders bill, uh, Senator Susan Collins, you know, on that same issue. So that is what going down there, you know, to Congress would mean to Rhode Islanders. Is working across the aisle, finding common sense, practical people who want to get this done. But most importantly, focus on the big priority issues of our economy, okay. energy, and getting jobs back here to America.
0: Well, Larry Summers, who was Obama's top economic advisor, Treasury Secretary, says we say uh, he says we threw too much money, too much free money under president biden and the congress
1: congress who approved it you've overheated the economy do you agree with that analysis absolutely when and that's what i want to go down and take the talents that i have as mayor going through budgetary items you know you've heard me talk about you know nancy pelosi's 200 million dollar presidio park project you know uh, that's what I'll be laser focused on. Items like that, or even you know the opera dollars that came you know out a couple years ago. When you're talking about having cities and towns in the state have millions billions of dollars just sitting on the sidelines and having four to five years to utilize it that's too much econ- uh, dollars in the economy i'd rather be strategic right. if we're going to invest dollars from the federal government it should be for projects that are close to shovel ready projects that we are you know know what it's going to be about instead of just throwing money to try to figure out how we're going to spend it well you know you mentioned Nancy Pelosi and
0: her presidio project now a lot of what the congressperson goes of Washington is to bring
1: the bacon back. (laughs) So what do you want to bring us? Well, targeted dollars to support our infrastructure. You know, I want to make sure that we have investments into that supply chain and fix the infrastructure that would provide, you know, a lot of the companies a great avenue to ship a lot of it. Quonset Point's a prime example. I would love what's going on, that Steve King, who heads up uh, Quonset over there, what they're doing, the great robust economy that they're building up there. You know, if we can fix up, you know, that port, make sure we invest the targeted dollars in there, it's going to lead to more job growth, more manufacturers. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to see brought back to Rhode Island. All right, lightning round with just a
0: couple of minutes left. Uh, The president said if China grabs Taiwan, we're going in. Would you support that boots on the ground, a war with China?
1: Look, I'd do everything uh, as far as supporting, you know, providing military armaments, mm-hmm. aid. We did it with Ukraine. I'd do that with Taiwan. But I'd stop short of sending our troops in harm's way, whether it's in, into Ukraine yeah. or even into Taiwan. Diplomatic solutions is what I prefer. Isn't
0: it an unfortunate fact of life that if the, ti- if the Chinese grabbed Taiwan, there's very little we could do? And isn't it unfortunate if Putin sets off a tactical nuclear weapon to grab more of Ukraine? There's very little we can do.
1: That's why a- we, apart from sanctions and and money, sanctions, and things like that. money, uh, providing armaments. That's what we have to do, you know, to support. It because you're right about Taiwan. Taiwan isn't um, one country that uh, America is relying upon. Our global economy, because of those microchips that they produce over there is so reliant upon Taiwan. That's why, you know, down in Congress and even that CHIPS Act that passed, I am supportive of it because we have to bring back a lot of that manufacturing here to our country. We've got to do a lot more here, produce a lot more here so we're not reliant upon unstable regimes across the globe for our supply chain. Did you take out a student loan? <laughs> yes, I did. You did. did. you pay it back? Yes, I did. And now, you know, sometimes Republicans
0: can be the party of no. You've heard that, and yeah. already several governors in Republican states and other Republicans are suing the White House to stop the president's loan forgiveness. 10000 if you make under a certain amount of money, another 10000 on the Pell Grant. We'll cut
1: 20000 off the
0: top. Do you support that? No. Do you support the president or these other Republicans who want to
1: stop him? No. I'll tell you who I support. This is a fairness issue. I do not support what the president did by executive order, which I believe he exceeded his power to basically wipe away student loans the way he did. There's better ways to tackle this issue because it is a real issue that Mm -hmm. impacts students and families for now and into the future because the way student loans are coming out, they're coming out with bigger than you know ability for them to get mortgages you know in the future yeah. because they are getting a mortgage for you know the price uh, that they're paying for their education just two minutes left what would you do what's your plan interest rates i'd focus on interest rates i'd focus on why the cost of college education is so high especially for certain types of degrees when we're going there um you know for some yeah. liberal arts degrees that you're never going to recoup and make that type of money to pay off that debt uh, but lastly also, I wouldn't mind doubling the amount of Pell Grants, because if you're providing those dollars into the system, that means students don't have to borrow as much. That's my three-point okay, plan. Okay,
0: but just quickly, I've only got about a minute left. So uh, while the President says 10 off the top, another 10 if you got a Pell Grant, that's 20, you don't have to worry about. You would say, let me adjust interest rates, but you keep paying? Is that where you are? Now, you have to refine this at yes, some point. Yes,
1: right? yes. People should have skin in the game because it's a fairness issue. Uh, I've talked to an, a friend of mine who's in East Greenwich, yeah. elected Democrat. He's got a daughter at Boston College, daughter at Fairfield University. You know, he's doing the right he's thing. He's in for 120 dollars a year. <laughs> Easily. Yeah, but he's probably he's do- not getting any help. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Yeah. He took it, he, instead of going and having the burden on them on higher interest rate, yeah. he took it, uh, took it out of his mortgage. So, for an individual like him, that's not fair. You know, this has to be a overall comprehensive solution to the whole academic crisis and burden that's being placed on our students. Mm-hmm. We've got to get to the root cause of the problem.
0: All right, former Cranston Mayor Alan Fung, you continue to run 2nd District uh, candidate on the Republican side for Rhode Island. Uh, you want to replace Jim Langerman. Thanks for coming in. I'm sure we'll see you again before we get to Election Day. 38 days as of our taping.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Gene. Thanks for coming in.